many things make me wonder If I say that you are good Still you are better than the best And if I say that you are kind So many people are kind And if I say that you are beautiful I said it so many times to my wife There's no section to your understanding Your ways are past finding You are beyond description, Lord You are more than what people say You are more than what people say Welcome again to the prayer experience today. What a blessing, what a privilege, what an honor to be able to bring to us today's edition, midweek edition of the prayer experience. Wherever you are, thank you for joining with us. Good morning. Uh, 
good afternoon and good evening different time zones but you are welcome please share this video this prayer experience video share it with friends families and loved ones let them know it is time to pray also subscribe to our youtube channel it's called the daily talks media network hosting a lot of different variety of events and programs and um, you know if you subscribe every time we go live you get a ping you get a notification that we are live and the more subscribers we have especially for the prayer experience the more we have an army of people praying every day monday to friday 1 p.m uk time saturday and sunday 6 p.m uk time if you're live connect with us leave your prayer requests leave your praise report and also leave your comments let's know what is what the lord is saying to you feel free to share with us prayer experience hotline is there is a mobile number give that give that number a call or pass that number to somebody uh, who might need someone praying with them. Okay, let's go into Thanksgiving right now in this scripture in Psalm 18 and verse 2. The Lord is, not was, not will be. The Lord is, present tense, is my rock. The Lord is my fortress. The Lord is my savior. My God is my rock in whom i find protection he is my shield the power that saves me today not next week today right now in my place of safety there's so much packed in that one verse of scripture psalm 18 is such a powerful psalm uh, a psalm of praise a psalm of warfare a dear sister in the lord rang me yesterday and uh, she's going through a situation and the Lord just dropped Psalm 18 in my heart. And we started reading some verses in Psalm 18. Wow, powerful Psalm, powerful Psalm. But in this verse, it's talking about praise and thanksgiving, it's talking about adoration and worship, it's talking about magnifying God. It's also a, a, a positive confession, a faith declaration. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, my savior. My God is my rock. And in him I find protection. He is my shield, the power that saves me and my place of safety. I don't know about you. I have no other God but this God. He is my God. He is my savior. He is my strength. Let's give him thanks. Let's give him praise. Let's worship him. Let's exalt him in our hearts. Let's magnify him in our hearts. Father, we do thank you. We bless you because Yahweh. You are our rock. Yahweh, you are our shield. Yahweh, you are our strength. We magnify you. Present tense God, ever present God, Jehovah, uh, Shammah, the present God. You're present there. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil because you are with me, your rod and your staff that comfort me. And you said in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5, you said, the Lord is with me whom shall i be afraid uh, who, whom shall i fear because he says he will never leave me nor forsake me i make that declaration today and we thank you for all that you're doing in our lives in our home 
with our families, with our children, with our grandchildren, with, with, with our husband or wives, with our uncles, aunties, cousins, sisters, and we just thank you. We also want to thank you for local church communities. Thank you uh, for the, the leadership of our local church communities, various church communities represented on the prayer experience, people from different nations, Pakistan, India, Philippines, Uganda, Burundi, Kenya, uh, Nigeria, United Kingdom, Canada, United States, uh, and many more. Lord, we just thank you. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Can I quickly talk about the potency of prayer in the inspired word? Potency of prayer in the inspired word. You remember after the day of Pentecost, the, 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 the early church became a threat to the government, to the religious uh, bunch of their days. And one of the things which they did along the line was um, they, they arrested Peter and put him in jail. And uh, they would have killed him if not for the Feast of the Jews. And the, the Herod wanted to wait until the religious festival was over with. And then he would bring Peter out and kill him. And then in verse 4 of Acts chapter 12, the Bible says, Then he, Herod, imprisoned him, who? Peter, placing him under the guard of four squads of four soldiers each. He said, Herod intended to bring Peter out for public trial after the Passover. But while Peter was in prison, don't you love the scriptures? Don't you love the word of God? The Bible says those things that were written down were written down for our learning that through the comfort of the scriptures, we may have hope. Well, that's another scripture to look at on another day. He says, but the things that are written are written down for our learning that through the comfort of the scriptures, we may have hope. And this is one typical scripture. As you read it, it brings comfort to your soul. It brings hope to your soul. Uh, Peter was in was in danger. He was going to be killed after the Passover. He was a few days away from his death. He was going to be murdered for his belief, his faith in Jesus Christ. The Bible says, and he was put in prison. He, he, he was guarded. Uh, not only was he put in prison, pre the prison had the gates. We saw later on that the gates were, were, were properly locked, but he also had soldiers around him to make sure he did not escape. The Bible says while Peter was in prison, the church prayed very earnestly for him. This is such a, 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 an inspiring uh, a verse of scripture. It gives you an idea into the mentality, into the ethos, into the mindset of the early church. They believed in the power of prayer. They had faith that God uh, was able to rescue Peter. They knew that if they prayed and they prayed earnestly, they knew if they poured their soul to the Lord, they knew if they stood in the gap, they knew if they reminded God of his promises, they knew if they come before the Lord with honesty of heart, with simplicity of, simplicity of faith, they, were, they, they believed that God was able to rescue Peter. The Bible says the church, they, they prayed very earnestly for him. 
And you see, maybe that is what is lacking sometimes in our prayer. Some of us pray not expecting results. Sometimes we pray, we're not expecting anything. We don't expect anything to change. We don't, you know, there's nothing within us suggesting that we believe that God was going to intervene in that situation. There's nothing within us that, that believe that God can turn things around. Maybe we need to start changing our mindset. Maybe we need to let God let us trust him a bit more. That we have no other, uh, you know, that, that hymn says, uh, upon Christ the solid rock I stand. All other rock, all other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. In this instance, in this episode, in this situation, the church committed themselves to prayer. And while they were praying, the Bible says they prayed very earnestly, very earnestly. You know, you need to underline the kind of prayer they prayed. They didn't pray. It wasn't a lukewarm prayer. It wasn't a prayer full of doubt, fear, and unbelief. It was a prayer that was prayed in earnest. It was a prayer that was the pouring out of your soul. The picture we have of that was Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. The Bible says he traveled for his soul and he prayed so fervently that he, he not just, te- not just uh, 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 tears uh, coming out of his eyes, uh, not, not just was sweat coming from all over his body. We were told that blood mingled with sweat. I don't know what that was. It must have been a, a, a kind of prayer that touched the throne of God, the kind of uh, of prayer that moves the hand of God, the kind of prayer that stares the heavens, the kind of prayer that moves forces, <laughs> angelic host uh, moves them uh, on the behalf. No wonder the Bible says an angel appeared to Jesus and strengthened him. And in this instance as well, if you read Acts chapter 12, it says an angel showed up. The same result, an angel showed up in the prison and he smote Peter. He was fast asleep. And I wonder if I was Peter and I knew that I was going to be killed the next day or in two days time. Will I be able to sleep? Will I even be able to doze off? Will, will, I, will I be full of so much peace? Peter has so much peace that he slept off. He had no care in the world. Maybe he knew the church was going to pray. Maybe he knew the church wasn't going to give up on him. And he slept off. He slept so much that an angel had to smite him. You know, it had to hit him real hard. Wakey, wakey, Peter. Wakey, wakey. And Peter had to, like, startle, wake himself up. And the angel said, go. And the gates, you know, one of the, the miracles they ended, the miracle. Uh, uh, wasn't just the angels showing up. The miracle wasn't just that the the soldiers couldn't stop Peter. The miracle again was that the those gates of the prison opened of their own accord, and Peter stepped out into the street. He arrived at the house where the disciples they were still praying. They hadn't stopped praying. They kept praying. They kept praying. And even when the little girl saw Peter, she said, uh, uh, "Peter is at the door." And they said, it is his spirit. It is his ghost. But when it came in, they rejoiced. Hallelujah. The effectual, fervent prayer of the righteous man avails much. Can we have a moment of meditation? 
and a moment of reflection. Now I want you to talk to the Lord and say, God, teach me to pray. Wow. Teach me to pray. Teach me to pray. You know, in Luke 11 verse 1, the Bible says the disciples came to Jesus and they said, Lord, teach us to pray. They didn't say, Lord, teach us how to pray. The original translation says, just teach us prayer. Teach us prayer. Not how, not the methods, not the 12 steps, not the 15 steps, 101 steps. No, just teach us prayer. Help us to understand prayer. You know, they must have learned that from Jesus. Because we saw that in Acts chapter 12, they prayed earnestly. Lord, will you help me? Lord, will you help everyone on the prayer experience uh, uh, community? Many of us know about prayer, but not many of us pray. Many of us know about the steps, 101 steps to prayer, but not many of us pray. Many of us even have the desire to pray, but not many of us pray. Lord, teach us to pray. Bring us into the place where there's a hunger, there's a test. There's a genuine desire to want to get on our knees, to seek your face, to stand. You said in your word that you will, that men and women, of course, lift up holy hands, praying without wrath or doubting. That, Lord, you will bring us into that place where we're constantly. In Luke 18, he said, men ought always to pray and not give up. That you bring us into that place where there's a consistency, there is a, a, a never-ending desire to pray until we see results, to pray until we see things happen. Will you help us, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. I want us to pray for the rest. It's still the same prayer. The prayer topic is the same. We're going to pray that for the church, the body of Christ. We're looking at James uh, chapter 5, verse 16, the B part. It says the earnest. You, you see, it says in, in Acts 12, verse 5, the church prayed earnestly. Then this one says, that earnest kind of prayer of a righteous man, it says, has great power and produces wonderful, wonderful results. And I want us to pray and say, God, give the church results in prayer. Can you imagine? Can you imagine that the church of Jesus Christ is in that place that every prayer we pray, there's results. Wow, the government will, will not treat us the way they are treating us. The community will not treat us the way they are treating us. The enemy will not be able to treat us the way he's treating us. We will not be battered, buffeted, and dragged here and there by situations and circumstances. We'll be able to pray through those situations. Jesus said, be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. We will, we will see the victory of Jesus in our lives. We will see the victory of Jesus in homes, in families. Uh, cancer will be cured. Infirmities will be cured. Diseases will be cured. You know, we can pray out an unrighteous government and pray in a righteous government. We can pray more people into the kingdom of God. We will see more and more of, of our neighbors who are unsaved. We will see revival. We will see uh, that, that there's no limit to a, a prayer that produces results. Can we pray and say, Lord, bring the church into the place where we see results in our prayers in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we do pray this, Lord. How, how you're going to do it, we don't know. But we're grateful that you've given us the paracletos, 
the 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 holy spirit who the who is the the helper you, you've given us the holy spirit who is here to to join forces together with us against our infirmities to enable us to pray your will to pray your purposes to pray your designs to pray your desires to pray that your kingdom come that you help the church in the united kingdom you have the church in the philippines you have the church in india you have the church in pakistan you have the church in kenya the church in burundi you will help the church in nigeria the church in the us the church in canada the church in south korea we pray for the body of christ across the world awaken us awaken us out of our slumber awaken us out of our indolence awaken us out of our apathy in the mighty name of jesus awaken us and stir our hearts and bring us to the place teachers leaders guiders directors but more importantly bring us into the place of prayer itself where we find time to pray where we seek for the time to pray where we come before you with with humility of heart with devotion and with consistency put it in our heart oh god put it in our mind put it in our thinking oh god that it's priority we will not put other things as priority oh we'll do this we'll do that we'll do this then we'll pray no we'll pray first and then we'll do other things we will seek you first and then we'll do other things we'll put your kingdom first and then we'll do other things lord will you teach us will you help us in the mighty name of our lord jesus christ amen i want us to pray for people that are not yet saved you know look at this scripture look at this scripture in john chapter 12 verse 37 the bible says but despite all the miraculous signs miraculous signs that jesus had done most of the people still did not believe in him can you imagine that there were people living on earth living in the same city with jesus christ and they still did not believe in him do you there are people who saw him the people who they passed by him there were people who heard his voice there were people who saw him heal the paralytic man there were people who were there when lazarus was raised from the dead the bible says most of the people still did not believe in him they still did not believe in him what is the proof of that look at look at what happened when they were ready to crucify him the whole city came against him they said crucify him crucify him crucify him and even when pontius pilate offered them an alternative a murderer they said no set the murderer free and kill jesus bring jesus so we can kill him you know it, it amazes me how the heart of man the heart of a woman the heart of a man can be so thick can be so hard and, and, and that's why we need the holy spirit i want us to pray for people around us who have heard the gospel gazillion times but still don't believe people who have seen things god do you know the other day a pastor was sharing with me he met somebody at the Trafford center laid hands on this person who had symptoms of cancer of the throat laid hands on him guy went over to the to for a check and they said the cancer had disappeared we can't find it a long while later he met this man and the man said oh by the way i, I forgot to tell you um that cancer you prayed for me it, it's disappeared and 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 this pastor said he turned to him he said 
Wow, that's amazing. How come you didn't even tell me? How come you didn't even communicate with me that the cancer has been healed? He said to him, he said, now you need to give your life to the Lord. And then this man who was healed of cancer said to him, well, I thank you for praying. I thank you that the cancer has disappeared. But as for giving my heart to Jesus, I don't know about that. And I'm like, whoa, even with that miracle, he still wasn't touched enough to say, I want to give my heart to Jesus. I want us to pray. Pray for people that you know. Mention their names and say, Lord, break the hardened heart. Break those hearts that are hardened. Break them by the power of the Holy Spirit. In the mighty name of Jesus, the people who are with wide eyes, with wide eyes, walking on a fast lane, even running and speeding into hellfire. Lord, will you break those hardened hearts in the name of Jesus uh, and, and let them become pliable. Let them become believing hearts in the mighty name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, we cannot do this without you. Holy Spirit, we cannot do this without you. We could preach until the cows come home. There's certain people whose heart is just so blocked. They won't receive the word. They won't take in the word. They won't accept the word. Accept the Holy Spirit. You cut their heart like on the day of Pentecost when they were cut to the heart. And they say, men and brethren, what must we do to be saved? Holy Spirit, you convict them of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Holy Spirit, we ask you, touch people in our homes. Touch people in our family. Touch people in our lives. Touch our friends, work colleagues, people who even come to church. There are people who come to church every Sunday. They take their Bible. They go to church, but they haven't given their hearts to Jesus because Monday to Saturday, they live the way they want to live. They live the way they want to live. They do whatever they want to do. Lord, in the name of Jesus, convict them of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. In the mighty name of Jesus, we break those hardened hearts. We, we take authority over the spirit of stubbornness. We take authority over the spirit of unbelief. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, thank you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Praise God. Let's quickly finish prayers for healing and then we will be done this afternoon. In Acts chapter 10, verse 38, I love this. This is one of my top 10 uh, verses of scriptures. The Bible says, and you know that God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. The Bible says, then Jesus went around doing good and healing who were all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. We want to remember uh, our dear mom, Anne, who is resting uh, from all the cold flu symptoms, uh, pneumonia, and, and all of that, and Dr. I've asked her to rest. Very unusual not to have mom and with us for about a week now. But she, she pray for her that the Lord will bring her strength. She will, she will rest. She will actually rest and not be busy doing other things. Rest and the Lord will bring her into the place of strength. There are people on the platform right now who, who are also standing in, in faith. Uh, as we see those names, as we see those situations, Please pray for them, prayer warriors, intercessors. Pray into those uh, uh, requests that are left on the screen that you can see uh, and just pray into them. If you just take one of those prayer requests and pray into it, that will be absolutely amazing. Can we pray together and believe God? Father, 
we do believe God right now for everyone who's left their prayer request on the platform, not just today, but yesterday, the day before yesterday, last week, last month, Lord, for every prayer for healing, every prayer for deliverance, every prayer for salvation, every prayer for wholeness. Father, we want to ask of you because you're the same. You're the same God. You never change. You are the Lord, our healer. You're the Lord, our strength. You're the Lord, our rock. Will you touch hearts? Will you touch minds? Will you touch physical bodies? Will you bring healing to mental health situation? Will you bring healing to physical conditions in the bodies of men and women and children, old and young, in the name of Jesus? We take authority over the spirit of infirmity. We resist and bind it. We break its hold in the name of Jesus. We command that tuberculosis to be gone. We command that cancer to be gone. We command every uh, uh, impossible situation to release its hold and be gone in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's thank the Lord. Let's thank him. Father, we thank you in anticipation, in expectation, in faith of what you are already doing in the lives of people. We may not see it, but you never stop working. You never stop working. You never stop working because you're the miracle worker, because you're the promise keeper, because you're the light in the darkness. That's who you are. We thank you. We bless you. We give you glory. We honor you. We exalt you. Be thou glorified in the name of Jesus. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, everyone, who made it again today to pray. Don't forget, we're going to be back tomorrow. It's a Thursday and at 1 p.m. Uh, please join us again as Pastor Joyce and Boana leads us in praying tomorrow. But one thing we're committed to doing is every day, every day, we'll be here, half an hour, praying, standing in the gap. You also, uh, you know, take some time out after this prayer experience, find a 15 minutes, 20 minutes, half an hour during the day, and pray again. You know, the more prayer in the world, the less the force of darkness against good and righteousness. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Oh